Welcome to Straight Up Small Business, the podcast for startup and scaling up entrepreneurs who are ready to take their business to the next level of profit. I'm Beck Buchanan, an accountant turned virtual bookkeeping business owner. I'm super passionate about small business and helping entrepreneurs fall in love with their numbers in order to achieve their goals. If you ever feel confused, unsure, or overwhelmed about the financial side of your business, then you've come to the right place. This podcast covers bookkeeping, finance, and small business topics discussed in a straight-up way. My goal for each bite-sized episode is to inform and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business, backed by financial know-how, so you can create the business of your dreams. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes, and let's dive in. Before we kick off, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the Bundjalung Nation, whose country I am on while recording this episode. I respect their elders from the past, present, and those emerging as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land. So wherever you're listening to this today, I acknowledge the lands on which you are and those First Nations people who lived and worked there for over 70,000 years. Hello, and thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I so appreciate you listening in and supporting me and this podcast, and I hope you're really enjoying the content that I've been covering over the last few months. This is episode 17, and I'm recording it on headphones and a really old laptop from my bure in Fiji because I didn't manage to get ahead with the podcasting before leaving. But I'm a stickler for momentum and delivering the weekly podcast that I promised myself that I would and also my listeners. So here we are. But if the sound quality isn't what it normally is, that's why, and I'll hope you'll forgive me. Today, I'm going to cover merchant fees, or you may know them as bank fees, and I'm going to talk about whether you should pass these on to your customers or not. Now, this is my opinion that I'm going to be covering and not something I'm telling you to do or not to do, but I hope to make you think about whether it's right for your business to on-charge these fees after listening to this episode. So what are merchant fees, you may be thinking? Well, these are charges incurred by a business using credit cards to take payments. Think Visa, MasterCard, Amex, Stripe, PayPal, and so on. They are usually a percentage of the transaction cost and vary depending on the credit card provider. Amex charges some of the highest merchant fees, as you may be aware, which is why many businesses don't even take this payment form. You may have experienced going to a cafe and wanting to use your credit card when the cashier tells you there will be a surcharge for doing so. Or there might be a sign next to the till saying there's a percentage fee for credit card payments. Or perhaps you are so used to being charged that you don't even see the sign or maybe cashiers have stopped telling us because this practice is so prevalent now. As a bookkeeper, I'm constantly reminded of the amount of businesses who charge fees for credit card payments because bills entered into zero won't reconcile to the bank transaction when it hits the zero bank feed because the bank transaction is always higher than the bill due to the bank fee. Anyway, let me backtrack a bit now to help you think about what business used to be like before merchant fees, which is not so long ago. In the service industry, payment methods used to be by electronic transfer, check or cash. 
This meant it could take weeks, months, or maybe years for businesses to get paid as it was a cumbersome and manual process where customers or clients had control over when they wanted to pay you. Businesses would have to spend time chasing payments and may have to end up writing off debts or engaging a debt collector's services. In the retail or hospitality industry, payment methods used to be more favoured to cash or debit card. Credit card options were there, but to a far lesser extent than these days. So what has changed? Well, in the service industry, payment method these days are usually via credit card or debit card, and it's common for auto direct debits to be set up. In my business, for example, where our clients are on monthly retainers, we require clients to set up a monthly auto payment with us so that, one, we don't have to waste valuable work time invoicing each month, two, they don't have to spend valuable work time paying invoices, and three, we don't have to spend time debt collecting. In the retail or hospitality industry, due to changing times and very much COVID, a lot if not most people, pay by cards rather than cash these days. Speaking from my own experience, I rarely, if ever, have cash with me and it's common practice to be buying coffees, meals and shopping with my phone or Apple Watch. So what are the implications of this? Well, all this credit card tapping and direct debiting costs businesses money. The banks don't let this happen for free. It's super convenient, but there's a charge involved. Any business taking payments via PayPal, Stripe or traditional credit card will know all about these fees. And many businesses on charge these fees, like I said earlier in the cafe example. But is it right to do so? Well, there are no rules against it as long as you're not profiteering off these fees and only clawing back actual fee costs incurred. And you can see the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission for more details on this if you're interested. But I think there is a strong argument not to on-charge these fees. And here's why. Firstly, I think we need to consider the client-customer experience. I don't think it feels good in the eyes of the customer to be charged a transaction fee for the act of paying you money for the good or service that you're selling especially when it's so uncommon and sometimes hard, if not impossible, to pay cash these days. You may not care too much about the extra 25 cents you had to pay for your coffee, but it feels super icky to have to pay an extra, I don't know, $120 or so, for example, for a $4,000 invoice on credit card. I personally also think it makes you seem a bit cheap or scroungy or perhaps shows that you're operating from a space of scarcity rather than abundance when you on charge fees. Like my business needs every last dollar it can get so I'm going to charge you for the privilege of paying me what I asked you to pay me for. Secondly, I think bank fees are just an operating cost of business these days, albeit they higher than they used to be, but still just a cost of doing business like rent and staff wages, office expenses and cleaning, etc. They aren't something you need to claw back from customers, just like you wouldn't try and claw back stationery you used in the office or cleaning fees. You would be shocked to see how much scaled and scaling e-com retail businesses have to pay in fees between all the payment platforms that they offer, like Stripe, PayPal, Klarna, Afterpay, Shopify, and traditional credit card fees. It's a lot. 
But here's the thing. They are making a lot more sales by giving customers so many options to pay them with. Which brings me to my third point about how you should make it easy for customers to pay you in order to make sales and get paid on time. I will speak for myself when I say that if I'm being asked to pay an invoice and I'm not at my computer, I will happily pay it on the run if there is an option to pay with a credit card link, which I can do on my phone. This is a lot easier than toggling back and forth between the invoice and my bank account, trying to enter BSB and account details. I will almost always avoid paying an invoice if I have to do this until I'm back in the office. The impact of me paying with the credit card link is I will pay it quicker than if I had to do a manual bank payment, which means my supplier gets paid quickly. And I know friends and family members who will only pay for online shopping via Afterpay and PayPal for personal reasons and beliefs about safety of credit cards. Reasons I don't actually agree with, but I understand that people have reasons for their payment preferences and you're going to make more sales if you cater to these preferences. And my fourth argument for not on-charging fees is because of the overheads you saved by not having to chase debtors or at least as many debtors as was once the case. And how having funds in your bank account sooner has the opportunity benefit of using them for cool things like paying yourself or investing in a project quicker or not needing to get a loan. Getting paid quicker and easier than ever before like we are these days is good for business. And if it's good for business, why are we charging our clients and customers for that benefit? I'll come clean now and let you know that I'm a former fee on charger. When I first started straight up bookkeeping and offered PayPal, I was shocked when my first PayPal payment came through with a 30 oh, from memory $30 or so fee. I felt a bit sick if I recall, like, oh my gosh, I cannot afford this. So I stopped using PayPal and I used Stripe, as Zero gives you an option to on-charge Stripe fees within the invoice, which I did for a while. Until I read a really impactful article produced by Ignition, which is the payment platform that I use in my business, which really changed my mind on the matter. Some of the points I've raised in this podcast were inspired by that article, so I'll give kudos to the article in the show notes. But these days, I offer PayPal, Stripe, and more commonly, AutoPay via Ignition, as I said, where clients and I don't have to worry about invoicing or payments at all, except for once per year when engagement fees are signed. I cop the fees for these payment types, and I'm totally okay with that, as I get paid on time and I spend pretty much zero energy chasing payment. Honestly, now when I see the invoice come through for Ignition's fees, I feel so happy to pay that fee, knowing what value and ease auto-invoicing and payments have brought to my business. That brings me to the end of this island episode. I hope it gives you some food for thought, and I'd be curious to know if I've changed your opinion on on-charging fees or not. I'm not judging you if you do, don't worry. Just that I think some businesses, like me initially, maybe haven't thought through all the reasons not to charge fees when making the decision to do so in the first place. Have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you left a review. If you're not already, please connect with me on Instagram. My handle is straightup underscore bookkeeping. 
And if you'd like to know more about how I can help you be successful in running your small business, please check out my website, straightupbookkeeping.com.au for details around my signature bookkeeping and zero course, Bookkeeping It Real, and also my done for you bookkeeping services. Thanks again and see you next week.